0: Hello and welcome to the Health by Matt podcast, I'm your host Matt Wilkinson, I'll be giving you my insights into all things health and fitness, and a few opinions on random news as well along the way. Let's get going. Hi guys, welcome to episode 4, again thank you for coming back again, I think I'm probably going to be thanking people every week for coming back, um, I don't know, it might be on 100 episodes before I actually stop that habit, but hey ho, is what it is. On this week's show, we're going to delve into the importance of exercise versus diet. A lot of people online and a lot of trainers and professionals in the fitness industry will say you can't out-train a bad diet. If you get your diet 100% right, everything else will follow. Some other people might say it's more of a 50-50 split, They go hand in hand with each other and that's how you make your progress. Um, I'm gonna give you my opinions into which I think is the most important um, and what to focus on. No matter what level you're at, whether you're just starting, um, you wanna make a bit more progress and you're more experienced, which is the most important? How do you get the most from that combination of exercise and diet? And then later on, I'll be delving into the fundamental exercises that you need to be doing. So this is probably more important for people who only can get to the gym once or twice a week, especially at this time um, in the world where you might actually, once the gym's reopened, be able to go to the gym once or twice anyway, even if you were planning on going four or five times a week. What do you need? What can you leave? What can you leave on the fence for personal preference? Which exercises do you need to be doing? We'll get into that later on. However, I got a little bit of stick last week because I referred to, <laughs> I referred to it as a box of Pringles. Now, it doesn't sound right, because it doesn't look like a box, but it is made of cardboard. So, what do you call it? Tube? Do you call it a tube? That just sounds weird. Pass me the tube of Pringles. I'm not, I'm not into that one. Um, now, it is made of cardboard, so box, cardboard, box of Pringles. I don't know i don't know and this isn't me just trying to bait you into leaving comments and like most people will do online oh comment below what you think no i genuinely actually want to know what would you call it would you call it a box of pringles would you call it a a cylinder a cylinder of Pringles? pass me the cylinder of pringles what would you call it i want to know so that's enough faffing and we'll get into the first question the first question comes from sarah again it's a friend Nobody random has sent a question in yet. And I think it's gonna be a long time until we get to that point, but um, question from Sarah, Um, off we go. Do you need to increase the amount of exercise you do for weight loss or does the level of exercise need to remain the same and nutrition be the focus? Another good question. So before we get into this one, I just wanna back myself up a little bit and say, there's not always one way to get to a destination there's multiple ways you can do it it's usually a combination of a a wide variety of factors pulling in the same direction that will get you to where you want to be you could focus a lot more on your diet and forget about the exercise and probably get to where you wanted to get to if you did if you did it right Um, or you could do the opposite way and you could just go all in on your exercise and not a hundred percent going on your diet and you could probably still get to about the same place there or thereabouts the art of finding that balance is where the magic lies so figure it out it's very individualized for me i like to lead with my training because that will help pull along my diet i'm not very good at leading with my diet and letting the exercise follow it along it has to be based around my exercise and training because that's what i enjoy the most that takes the lead. Um, and pulls everything else with it. Now, if we look at more of the science to this and the the background, what you'll find is most people will burn around three to 600 calories per workout. Yes, it does vary a little bit. I've had uh, sessions that are quite short and relatively easy, which have burned less than 300. And I've also had sessions which have probably burned about three times the maximum 600 and pushing for 2000 calories. So it's hard to say on an average though and um, for most people it's we'll say about 500 as a nice round figure but as an example if we're looking at you going to the gym three times a week you might be burning 500 calories in each session that's 1500 calories a week with your exercise if you decide now that you're gonna go absolutely bonkers and you're gonna throw everything all your eggs in one basket exercise is a thing and you can start going to the gym five times a week that's an extra 1000 calories burned through a week that's good but it's not that much really it basically works out uh, i've got my calculator here 143 calories extra per day your allowance would be taking into account those two extra sessions that you're doing that really isn't actually that much that's a large banana um less than two apples it's it's really not that many extra calories per day for what you would perceive as yourself as smashing it so if you start smashing it at the gym and going five times a week rather than the three that extra 142 calories a week is almost dangerous because some people will then think they can eat quite a bit more or they'll think they can have that takeaway on a Friday night which might be 2,000 calories and suddenly you're on the wrong side of that calorie balance. Whereas if you would have just maintained your exercise and put a little bit more energy and focus into your diet, you could be dropping those calories lower using your energy and your willpower to focus on getting that right. It's really, really boring, but at the end of the day, think of your calories as um, a balance and you have to stay on that line or under if you want to lose weight. Exercise is great. There's a lot of other benefits to it, which I will get into in a second, but just smashing the exercise and forgetting about the diet is the wrong way to go. Now, just to complicate things a little bit further, I'm gonna make an argument for exercise over diet. So we know that losing weight or losing body fat, you have to be in a calorie deficit. You have to be consuming less calories than your body is using, which is fine but constantly just bringing that number down and down and down and just going in the same direction can be a little bit miserable. Constantly dropping your calories, constantly eating less and that ceiling feels like it's just getting lower and lower and lower and lower until you're almost just trapped in this low calorie, low energy, naffy, horrible, counting each grain of rice and smelling a cabbage. For your treat smelling a what to try and lose weight it's not a great way to go it's not a great way to be so the argument for exercise basically i'm going to try and paint you a picture and i'm going to try and paint you a picture of myself just because i know the numbers for myself and it'll be try and make it easy for you to visualize so the three examples of my body type and what my body burns calories each day looks something like this and these are all estimations so don't get overly bogged down on the specific numbers but again just to try and visualize things and get a point across stick with me as best as you can so currently i'm around 15 percent body fat i weigh 190 pounds and my body with the exercise i'm doing every week will burn around 2750 calories a day as it is so 15 body fat 190 pounds two thousand seven hundred and fifty calories a day to put that into perspective body type two if i got rid of all of my well not all of my muscle, sorry but um additional muscle say 20 pounds which if i didn't do any weight training or go to the gym or exercise i would probably be about 20 pounds lighter um so let's say i was 170 pounds instead of 190 pounds but i was still 15 percent body fat My daily calories then would be 2,500. So that's 250 calories less each day. Now, let's look at body type three. This is actually the most interesting. Let's say I went back up to 190 pounds, but instead of being um, that extra 20 pounds being muscle, that was actually mostly fat. And I was 25% body fat. My calories per day at 25% body fat back up at the weight that i actually am now would be 2450 which is 300 less every single day than the same way i am now but leaner and it's muscle instead of fat so you might be able to see where i'm going with this argument already having body fat and being heavier doesn't just mean you can consume more calories just because you're heavier muscle is extremely metabolic it takes a lot of calories to fuel, and it also makes you look good. There are no downsides to having more muscle, obviously within reason. If you're a bodybuilder and you're taking tons of steroids and you're 10 stone more heavy than you should be, that's probably not great. But if you can add a stone, two stone, depending on your body type, even half a stone of muscle to your frame, your body every single day is going to churn through more calories and give you a higher balance of calories and it's just going to be easier to stay leaner. But I do want to say, this doesn't just mean go and get heavier and just add two stone on top of your current body, drop your body fat as well. So if nothing else, this is a great reason to get rid of your scales as well. I hate the scales, I'm not even going to start on it because I've got another question to get through so hopefully that answers the question from sarah uh, i really like talking about this topic so i'll probably go into this again in a future episode in a bit more detail but let's move on to the question from rocky he was on the very first episode this is a really good question take it away rockster in terms of doing a full body workout what would you say the core exercises are so by core exercises i mean might mean things like squats or deadlifts, um, yeah, what would the, would you say are the ones that you need to do to activate most of your body? Another good question. Um, so I'm gonna pre-warn you with this one. If you've got your notepad out ready and you're ready to write down the list of exercises I'm about to say, I'm gonna disappoint you because I'm not. I'm very, very skeptical of giving absolutes when it comes to health and fitness and especially exercises and diet. Um, it's not an escape tactic. To pretend that i know what i'm talking about but i don't want to give you the answer but there are no essential exercises period the sake of this i'm going to assume that the target is to build lean muscle drop body fat get all around stronger fitter and healthier so what exercises do this you build muscle you build strength when you can generate force through a muscle How does that feel? Not emotionally. So have you ever felt an exercise or when you've finished an exercise you've actually felt that muscle get really tight and it actually burns directly in that muscle? That's exactly what you need to do, but you need to be able to do that throughout your whole body and keep it balanced. On the flip side of this, have you ever done an exercise for say bicep curls? And you might not have thought about it at the time, but if you think back now, and you think back to doing some bicep curls, at the end of the set, you didn't actually feel your biceps. You felt your shoulders, you felt your forearms, you felt your wrists, and you felt just generally tired, but you didn't feel the actual bicep itself. Feeling the effects of that exercise and feeling fatigued and tired. So what do you need to do? Um, My advice on this one is to find the exercises, which stimulate all the major muscle groups in your body. Don't just listen to Kev, our good old PT mate. He doesn't know what stimulates the right muscles for you. He might be able to figure it out if he works alongside you, but just because the guy he follows on YouTube says that you need to do back squats doesn't mean that back squats work for you and that they work your quads, glutes, hamstrings in the way that you need them to work in order for them to develop. Just as a little example, for me, I I know I really, really like front squats. I like the actual exercise itself. I think it's a great exercise. However, when I do it, I don't really get the um, engagement in my leg muscles like I would like. I feel it more in my upper back, my posture muscles holding the weight, but I don't really feel it developing my legs properly as opposed to back squats. So I generally stay away from front squats unless I just fancy a bit of a change. And there's nothing wrong with doing that every so often, but most of the time when I'm in the gym, I'm trying to be as productive as I can. I'm trying to get as much from each session as I can. And I've developed over time um, a handful of different exercises I like to do, which I know I get a lot from. That will take time for you to work out. Don't just follow what Kev said because he thinks that such a squat or such an exercise is the mass builder that you need to do it's different for everybody and that's what makes it hard and that's why some people get great progress and some people get none so i hope that answered the question and in answering that question that pretty much brings us to the end of the show it's been a relatively short one um, but we'll just go over a quick recap and i'll give you some bullet points that you can take away that you can implement straight away into your training and get making progress so neither diet or exercise is more important than the other the other one needs the other one in order to be wholly effective if that makes sense i think i went a long way around of getting to that one diet and exercise are both important basically adding muscle to your body is going to give you a higher balance every single day whether you're training or at rest of the your baseline calories so adding that metabolic muscle tissue gives you a higher budget of calories you can consume each day and stay lean. There are no essential exercises. Everybody's different. And I mean that individually, that every body is different. They move in different ways. Muscles, um, joint structure is all different from person to person. A certain movement might not stimulate certain muscles the same from one person to the next so you need to spend time or work with somebody who knows what they're doing in order to find the exercises that work for you in order to progress and finally if you know somebody that works at the head office for pringles get them to give me a shout i think i'm due a sponsorship as always guys send me your questions at health by matt on instagram or email me at matt at gmail.com thanks for listening see you next week